Hello, Internet World. Thank you for tuning in to On the Shelf, a podcast by Raleigh, North Carolina's Quail Ridge Books Teen Advisory Board. Hey, guys, we're back with another episode of On the Shelf. Um, it's going to be a fun episode this week. We're talking about body positivity and YA literature because I think like this week or last week, at some point, it was um, like National Body Positivity Day, something like that. I'm going to, we'll link a, an article about it in the show notes. So um, you can actually get some accurate information about that other than me just guessing. But anywho, it's going to be a fun episode. We'll be doing you know, sort of a book list, book discussion, like we usually do with these episodes. Um, and I'm just going to pass it off to whoever wants to get started talking about what's on our shelf this week. All right. Hi, guys. Um, it's Caitlin. So this week, um, things have been crazy busy with um, uh, the end of the quarter. But my English class is currently reading um, Things Fall Apart um by Chinua Achebe I think is the way you say his name hopefully I'm pronouncing it right um but um I have really enjoyed it so far um I've never haven't gotten to read a lot of books like actually about like Africa and African culture because a lot of them just start with like oh colonization we don't actually get to see what African culture is like or was like in history um, so I'm really excited to keep reading it. Um, I think I'm on like chapter eight or something. So I have some way to go, but I'm excited. Yes, that book has been on my reading list for a while because it was it was on, I think I was gonna read it um, this year if I'd stayed at the school I was at, but I moved and now we're not reading it anymore, which is kind of sad. But um, what's on my shelf? Well, okay, what I just finished is this book called White is for Witching, which was so good, but very, very scary. I It's... It was um, kind of a postmodern sort of horror novel. Um, if you've ever read The Haunting of Hill House, it was a little bit like that. Um, but it was very interesting. It was um, it was um, by a black author uh, in a black British author about. Um, it was kind of like a horror novel that was commenting on white British nationalism um sort of through horror elements which was very interesting and it was difficult to read because there was a lot going on um and it sort of switched perspectives and sort of what it was saying very quickly and you kind of had to be paying a lot of attention but it was definitely worth it because it was very interesting and sort of cerebral so I really enjoyed it uh, I'm Caroline, and in my English class, we just finished The Color of Water by James McBride, um, and it's a memoir about James McBride, who's a Black man who has a white Jewish mother, and it's like both of their stories kind of combined. It was really good. I enjoyed it. It's the first book that I've like heavily annotated, and by heavily, I mean not really, but annotated it all. Um, so yeah, and then I'm also like halfway through Frankenstein by Mary Shelley right now, which is a lot different than what pop culture makes it out to be. Um, it's a lot more like introspective looking to humanity versus like scary monster who terrorizes a town. Um, and I'm finding the writing a little difficult, but needless to say, I am enjoying it. 
Hi guys, it's Jada. Um, and what is on the shelf is the Hazelwood. Let me look up the author because I never remember authors' names. Um, but let me see real quick. The Hazelwood by Melissa Albert. Um, again, this is going to be, I don't know if I can say this or not, but Taylor, you can edit this out because Nassie's been here, but um, this is going to be a book discussion that we're going to discuss on the podcast, so I'm reading it, but I also do want to read it for like a long time, so I'm really liking it, liking it so far. Um, I just need to get into the book more, but it's really good so far. Yes, it's totally fine that you mentioned the book discussion. It's no worries. We're not that professional that we have to keep keep our next episode secret. I wish we were, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to start reading that. I've heard really good things about it. But uh, getting into the bulk of our discussion today, we can kind of talk about our reading list for um, things to do with body positivity. And like always, it can be things we've read or things we want to read or in general, just books about body positivity. Yeah, I have, um, I think I have four. Um, there are uh, quite a few on here that I like looked up and immediately was like, I have to, like, this just seems like such a fun story. Um, but the first one on my list is one where it's like, I have to go find it because this looks like such a cool story. Um, it's called I'll Be the One by Lila Lee. Um, it's about a um, teenage girl who wants to join, she wants to become um, like a K-pop star and um, everyone like around her saying like she can't do it she can't do it because she doesn't fit like the um, like the stereotypical like their size like what other girls um, were sized like because um, she's plus size um, but she really wants to become the first plus size K-pop star and she kind of is like getting involved with other performers and like meeting new people. And I think she might um, find, she might get into a relationship with someone she's competing against and has to like navigate, like, I really like you, but I really wanna like win this competition and see how far I can go. Um, but she seems like such a cool character. The review said that she's such like a lovable personality um, and they really, really liked her. So I wanna go find it so bad because it seems like a great story. Um, but then I also have, um, I, I didn't know, um, I like checked the list and this came up and this was a book that I really loved. Um, it's a graphic novel, uh, Nimona by Noelle Stevenson. I read this a couple years ago and I loved it. Um, the main character, Nimona is a shapeshifter so she can like change into different forms. So she'll like um mess around with like her mentor as like walking around like a shark like just taunting him um and the humor in this book is so funny and I adore it um but it's kind of like a fun like fantasy-esque style um conflict story and I really really enjoyed it um and then what else do I have oh I have another one that I really want to read um this one's called Fat Chance Charlie Vega by Crystal Maldonado, I think it's pronounced. Um, I haven't read this one either, um, but this one is about a young girl named Charlie Vega who's really artistic and she's really outgoing, um, but people like keep telling her, like her mom tells her like, oh no, you have to be like more quiet, like stop like putting yourself out there, being so ambitious, trying to go um, pursue the things you want. 
um, and she has a friend who um, people consider like her opposite because she's like um, skinny and popular, but she's trying to find her way through, I believe it's high school, I want to say. Um, and she meets someone who she really, really likes and then realizes that her friend had like, I don't know, been in a relationship with him before, I think. Um, so she's kind of trying to find, like, remember that people like her for her and that she can be this ambitious person and chase what she loves. Um, but that one seemed really, really sweet too. People um, have really liked it. And then the last one I put on my list was the, um, the Dumplin' series. I don't know a ton about it. Um, I actually haven't read it or watched, I believe it's a show or movie equivalent. Um, but this is another one that I've been wanting to check out as well. Um, but those are the ones that I have. I haven't read any of them. I got to really get on that because there are so many that I'm like, why haven't I read this? This looks so good. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those popped up for me when I was doing research. So a lot of those are ones that looked really interesting to me. So as for ones, I know that the tip, the exact holiday is plus size appreciation day but I really kind of try to think about body positivity and like all of the ways that it can be um so you know whether that's disability or being comfortable just in like however you look whether that's your size or you know your skin tone or your hair or you know whatever so I tried to like think about it a little bit more broadly so books that I've read previously um the first one that popped into my mind was If It Makes You Happy, which I'm literally not going to give the uh, the explanation because I've talked about it so many times on the podcast before. Uh, I haven't talked about it in a while, but I mean, just very sweet romance set in the, um, set in like a small town in the summer, um, kind of combines uh, a lot of really important things to talk about, race, LGBTQ, um, community um uh as well as plus size you know um acceptance and appreciation so it's it's a very good book but I've talked about it a lot so I'm not gonna sit here and rehash the whole plot again but that was the first one that popped into my head um another one that popped into my head was actually the Phil Stamper book that we read um kind of thinking about body positivity more broadly just because I was remembering that there was one particular plot point um, where because of his anxiety, he had a lot of anxiety over how his body looked and feeling self-conscious, especially when he started dating. And I just thought that was really interesting because um, I thought it was a little less well-versed in YA lit to kind of talk about um, guys who struggle with eating disorders or um, disordered eating thinking patterns. It's just kind of something that doesn't really get talked about quite as much. Um, so I thought that was important. Um, another one that is more just about body positivity along the lines of um, like not really plus size appreciation, but more um, kind of the natural hair movement. This isn't even that big of a plot point. It's just something that I noticed when I looked at the cover of the book that I just really appreciated was when we read um, You Should See Me in a Crown for book club. And the whole book was really about acceptance and like accepting yourself for who you are and being empowered for who you are. But like 
just one of the ways, one of the quiet ways that I think is so important is that on the cover of the book, the girl who is, you know, on the cover of the book is wearing her hair naturally. Uh, you know, she's a black girl and she's wearing her hair naturally. And I just think that's so important to see things. Yes. Thank you, Caroline. And I just, that's just one example of how I've seen that pop up more in YA literature. And like, even if it's not talked about, it's just a really important it's important to have things that just sort of subconsciously you start to notice more and become normalized and accepted and appreciated. And I just think that's a good way to do that. But um, as for some ones that I want to read, there's one called What I Like About Me, which is sounds kind of by Jenna Gillom, I think. Uh, I'm probably butchering that name so badly, but I apologize. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Dumplin' series um, that you were just talking about because it's the same kind of thing. She enters a beauty pageant um, and it's, um, you know, uh, kind of similar to Dumplin' because it's about, um, you know, body positivity and being plus sized in, you know, something like a beauty pageant where it's so traditionally focused on very traditional um, like heteronormative ways of beauty and beauty styles but um it's told through a school assignment journal which I really like stories like that I've read a couple like that that are told through a diary perspective and I really enjoy them so that seems like it'd be something I'd be into um another one that I've heard a lot about is called love is a revolution by Renee Watson which is about um a girl who falls for an activist and then um, ends up kind of pretending that she's one too to get him like you know to uh, so that he'll like her um, but then she kind of gets caught out in a lie um, and just you know another book that's about plus size acceptance and body positivity and then the last one um, what looked really interesting was called Off the Record by Cameron Garrett um, and it's about this girl who enters a journalism contest and she wins it. Um, and the, the prize is that she gets to do like a Hollywood profile of a celebrity. And while she's doing it, she learns this secret about this celebrity in Hollywood who's like done terrible things. Um, I think the, the, the way that the book uh, made it sound like, it didn't say it expressly, but it sounded kind of things along the lines of like sexual abuse or something like that or harassment. And so she sort of finds this out and now she has to choose whether she's going to like tell or not tell. Um, and it's also about body positivity, which that, that I thought was really interesting in this case because it wasn't a romance. And I feel like a lot of body positivity stories that I've seen are romance related, which makes sense because they're trying to subvert the idea of like who is desirable, which is like super important. But I also think it's important too to have books that are of all different genres but still incorporate that aspect so those are my books um so i'll go next i guess um i don't have a ton either but um along the like similar lines of as far as they'll take me i don't know why i blanked on the name of like less plus size but more of just like body appreciation is heartstopper um by Alice Oseman that graphic novel series because I've read the first three um and I'm pretty sure the fourth one goes into like eating disorders because the third one kind of touches on it um and so I can't like I have no idea what happens in the fourth one but I'm almost positive 
that it goes into it. But Heartstopper is about like two boys who fall in love. And it's really cute. And it's a graphic novel. So yeah. And then um, one that I think is talked about a lot for this is Six of Crows, um, the duology by Lee Bardugo. Um, one of the characters is plus size and is proud of it. And it's, I don't know, it's just really cool because she's like very confident in herself. And like, I don't know. I just think that Six of Crows does like a really good job with diversity and like, yeah, <laughs> making it like not a main point, but it's still a point that's like in it. Um, and then another one I have is Lay on the Offbeat, Lee on the Offbeat, um, by Becky Abertali, which is about a side character in Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Uh, I think you pronounce her name Leah. That's what I'm going to go with. But um, she is plus size and she deals with it throughout her entire book, which is about her coming to terms with her sexuality, like most of Lee Bardugo's books. Um, and it's really good. And then two that I've heard good things about and are like kind of on my radar is Fat Chance Charlie Vega, which Kaylin talked about. So I won't say much more about it, but I've just like seen that floating around and it looks interesting. And then the second one is The Witch King by H.E. Edgemon, um, which I don't know a lot about, but it looks like, like it has magic and witches um, and a trans main character, it looks like. Um, but I think that like it has different like body types as main characters, if that makes any sense. I don't know much about it. I've seen lots of good things about it on like Instagram and whatnot. So yeah, those are my books. So I don't have a lot either. I think I, I literally only have three. Um, but the first one that I thought of was the Dumplin' series by Julie Murphy. I've never read any of these, but I've seen the movie on Netflix. So, and I've heard Taylor and a couple other people talk about it on the podcast. So I thought it was fitting. Um, another one that I, I haven't read by, I kind of read was The Duff by Cody Keplinger. I think, um, this is, this is a movie again. I absolutely love the movie. But I, I tried to read the book, which I didn't like at first. So I think I'm going to retry it. And if I don't, I'll just leave it alone. Um, but pretty much the Duff is D-F-F that stands for the Designated Ugly Fat Friend. And that's something that has been like circulating around the high school. And Bianca, who was kind of like the main character, gets dubbed this. So she goes into herself and starts thinking, really, am I really the Designated Ugly Fat Friend? And she starts to look at her two best friends like this the quote-unquote stereotypical popular skinny girls everyone likes them but no one really talks to Bianca so she kind of just like takes it into herself she starts she starts seeing that she's the duff and then she starts getting involved I'll say with one of like the um jocks but he actually helps her realize that she isn't a duff she's not she's not ugly or fat she is perfectly the way she is and then she just starts to accept herself more so yeah 
<laughs> um, and then the last one is The Skin I'm In by Sharon G. Flake. I have read this book a long time ago, probably like in middle school sometime. But like Taylor said, in the broadness of skin, um, not skin, I'm sorry, in the broadness of body positivity, it is about, um, I forgot her name, but the main character, um, she is African-American and she does have a darker tone of skin and she gets bullied for that, specifically by this one girl named Charlotte, or I think she goes by Lottie or something like that but she is getting bullied but she learns to love the skin that she's in and appreciates herself her skin and just like honestly like her blackness honestly but that was a really good book I haven't read it in a long time but I think I should reread it but yes those are my three books very nice I feel like all we all have very good reading lists these are all very interesting and now I want to read all of them but um yeah, so our next question, we're kind of moving into the discussion part of the podcast a little bit. It's just kind of, what are your thoughts on how YA is doing with this? I feel like we kind of ask this question a lot, but, you know, do you think that, you know, YA has made sort of a concerted, concerted effort to show more body positive stories? And do you feel like more people's stories are getting told in this particular angle are there things that you wish you were seeing but you're not seeing or some books you've read that you thought were really important and kind of changed the narrative just how do you feel why as a whole is sort of doing with this topic I think um uh like you made an excellent uh point Taylor um like a lot of um, body positivity takes place in romance books, kind of because the main goal is just to be like, oh, do, will other, do other people like me? Like, do other people want me? Am I desirable? Um, I do think it would be cool to see more, um, more body positivity in multiple genres. Um, if they could just like make it not a, like the main goal is to be wanted, but more to see like, no, I am great as I am, and I am perfectly capable of doing things, whether that's in like a fantasy setting or a contemporary setting or um, other kinds of settings that we don't see as much, maybe. Um, so maybe that would be a cool change. I don't know if there's a, um, a lot already. I have to do some more looking into it, but, um, but that would be cool. I completely agree. I mean, I just think I mean, maybe there could be lots of books with body positive characters that are in multiple genres, but it's definitely not what I hear about. Um, I definitely hear more along the romance lines. And I do, I understand that why that's the genre that this first became a thing in, because, you know, so much of where people, what people have been fat shamed around is related to, you know, you're not wanted, blah, blah, blah. And so it's like trying to subvert and change that. But I think I think maybe it's a little bit similar to the thing that people are kind of saying now where they're like, we need more LGBTQ plus stories that are not focused on the fact that it's LGBTQ plus and just the fact that it's a love story. You know, not every story has to be about how, you know, it has to be like an activist story. Sometimes it can just be like, these are two people who are in love. And I feel like maybe that's, that's what needs to happen a little bit here where it's like not every story about a person who's plus size has to be about the fact that they're plus size. Sometimes it can just be that they're they're plus sized and they're also just doing great things. Um, so I feel like that would be kind of cool to see. 
Um, and the other thing is I definitely, I mean, I definitely think that I've been hearing a lot more about body positivity and it's definitely been amplified a lot more, but, you know, as always for every, you know, for every YI story, like love is a revolution or Julie Murphy, there's also like another Bella Swan who's like, you know, the complete version of, you know, what we've typically thought of as quote unquote perfection. So, I mean, it's never good enough, obviously, but I do think that I've been, you know, if you walk into a bookstore and I look at the YA section, I'm definitely seeing a lot more covers with plus size characters. So that's nice to see. Um, again, I agree with both of you guys, um, but I would say the YA um, genre is doing pretty okay, but of course there's always room to improve. Um, but like Taylor, I'm sorry, that Taylor touched on a tad bit in the beginning. I think they need to be more broad with body positivity because of course um, that does include your body image, how one you think you're, you yourself look and then how other people, people perceive you and also sizing as well. Um, but like I touched on with the skin I'm in, that is also body positivity, positivity as well. Um, because with you accepting the way that your skin is, what color it is, how light or dark it is, you are accepting yourself and how you look, which is, I mean, how you look is your body and it's body positivity. So I mean, it, that, that, that goes. Um, but I just think it should be more broad, like, like you guys said, also to a little bit touching on like, possibly eating disorders a bit um, and like how to overcome that or the, char the character just going through the journey of, of overcoming it. Um, and like body, body dysmorphia as well could be talked about more, but I think YA, <clears throat> excuse me, is to do a little bit more of not just touching on like someone being plus size, but the different um, avenues and just ways that people can perceive body positivity. Cause it's just not, it's not just one like I guess, avenue or like realm, there's multiple layers and just different types of body positivity. Yeah, I definitely agree with Jada because like, I think with body positivity, a lot of it is like plus size and it's obviously a very important thing to talk about, but it, like, there's a lot more that goes into body positivity um, for like a lot of different people. Um, so definitely seeing more of like, that like um the book that you were talking about about the skin color I can't remember the name of it <laughs> even though you just said it um but I also would love to see more like of body positivity in like fantasy or like sci-fi because I think it's a very like romance contemporary driven um like mindset I guess or trope um, but I am a person who doesn't read a ton of romance in contemporary. So like selfishly, I want it to be more in different genres and also um, like just in general to see it in different genres for people who don't necessarily love reading um, contemporary romance. So yeah. Oh, The Skin I'm In. That's the book. Thank you, Jada. Yeah, I agree with what everyone said. Yeah, I definitely think that kind of, I guess that's true with, I feel like most of the times when we talk about what YA can do better, it's always like be more intersectional and more inclusive in the way that you're thinking about things. So that seems to to fit with what we generally say. But um, my next question is about maybe thinking about this from the angle of how characters are portrayed in book to movie adaptations. Um, 
the thing that I think of is, you know, there are a lot of books before body positivity was like a thing that was talked about and thought about. Just there were like a lot of, especially middle grade kids books kind of that were, that would sort of maybe describe a character as being like, quote unquote, plain or like in some way, not like, quote unquote, less noticeable or whatever. And then you'd go and see the movie adaptation and they'd be like a person who's gorgeous or something, you know, just be like someone who fits very well into what's considered like a Hollywood beauty trope. So I didn't know if you wanted to comment a little bit on that because I've, I've always just noticed that myself and found that interesting. Yeah, like, oh, I'm so sorry, Caroline, did I interrupt? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I always do that. Um, uh, yeah, like, I think that you guys made excellent points. Like, um, body positivity has a different definition for everyone because it should take on, like, um, like multiple different avenues and not just, like, one, um, like, section of it. Um, and, yeah, I think, like, I think you're definitely right. Like, sometimes in a book, the author might intend for the character to look a certain way and like describe certain features. And in a movie adaptation, they have the option to go with like the author's intentions. And instead they go for like the, oh, like <laughs> they're actually like, you know, like all kinds of like fitting stereotypes and all kinds of stuff just to make it seem more like all the other things that came before it, which will probably just continue this cycle of like, not like like poor representation um of people in media so hopefully um like it, they could start to change like go with what the author intended um especially when it comes to like culture and features and color of skin like staying with what the author intends to give that true like insight into the book to portray the character accurately um and show like this is a great character this is who they are um and this is like what they can do and this is what the author saw when writing this book um so then it can represent those ideas better and hopefully be like a better representation for people when they go to see the movie i have lots of thoughts on this um so i have three examples that come to mind the first one is this love simon movie adaptation so I've already touched on uh, Leah. I, I hope I'm saying like her name right. It's it could be like pronounced very different ways, but she's like a plus size character, and um, it's something that like she struggles with. But in general, it doesn't seem like something that like like strongly affects her. Um, like in her book, like it's certainly something that she struggles with, but like. She, it's not the main point that she's struggling with. And in the movie, they cast, I wanna say it's the 13 Reasons Why uh, main character. Give me one second, looking up names. They cast Catherine Langford, who is like, she's like not like, super skinny or anything like but I wouldn't call her plus size and I just think it takes away from a character to do that another example that I think of is um the six of crows adaptation with Nina Zelnick the actor that she cast that was cast 
like once again not like conventionally has like the body type or whatever of like a conventionally like model type person but she's not like as plus size as described in the book and then my third example is um sea of monsters the percy jackson movies which i think as a whole has been agreed that like the casting could be better it wasn't great but the character of clarice who is like a major character in the sea of monsters she's like the daughter of war she's very strong like she's not your like average skinny character and the actor that was cast like does not look like how it's described and I just think it takes away from like a character like and how they're described and it takes away from people who have like seen themselves in that character and like to have it on the big screen and not have it be the same so those are my thoughts uh so for me I definitely feel like the plus size characters are like described or just like told in different lights in the books and the movies or TV shows. I did have some notes. So I'm just going to read it back. But I said the characters in movies, I feel like are portrayed as like the typical like um, plus side friend, uh, like slash the side character, you know, who's like the, the ride or die, the always there for you to like pep you up, the supportive friend. Um, who, I, like I said, who's always there and usually doesn't have like the love life or like the love interest storyline because the typical, they think that because they're plus size, they're not lovable, which of course is not the truth. However, um, also too, in the movies, I feel like we don't touch on the bullying. Like if someone, the plot point is, is if someone's being bullied because of their size, that's not really touched on as much in the movie. However, I feel like in the books, um, it shows the character being bullied more and, and the effects that the bullying has on their mental health more just kind of like how they're internalizing that and how they're blaming their self, I guess, and just like turn it back on themselves. I feel like we get more to the mindset of the character in the books rather than the movie or TV show. Yes, I, I definitely agree with everything that everyone has said so far. Um, I feel like I agree completely with what you said, Caroline, that it takes away from people who've seen themselves in that in that character. Um, and I feel like I've almost come to expect that if I read a book where a character is described in an, um, a quote unquote unconventional beauty standard, I pretty much expect I'm like, okay, well, a movie comes out, it's not gonna be like that. And um, I mean, I'm sure that there are some examples of that being not always the case, but I do think that Hollywood is still, still very, I mean, Hollywood is, I think, I'm not going to say it's harder to penetrate or harder to, to change than the book industry, because the book industry also has many, many struggles, but I do feel like I've seen um, more, I guess, more movement in the book industry than I've seen in Hollywood, so I think maybe that struggle is those two those two different media outlets kind of rubbing up against each other and not always squaring in the same way because they're in different places. Um, so yeah, I think um, that we had a really good discussion though. And even, even though the book to movie adaptation is not maybe what we would expect it to be, um, you know, I feel like it's, there are definitely lots of 
lots of books for us to, to put on our reading list now that we've talked about it. Um, and I really enjoy talking about this. I don't think we've ever had an episode that's talked about anything related to body positivity. So I'm really glad that we did that. Um, and I don't know why we haven't done it before, but yeah, I, I thought that was, that was nice that we did that. But um, our episode next week uh, is going to be, I'm pretty sure it's something related to Halloween. I think it's like a spooky book list or something. So, you know, pretty cliche, but you know, it's still fun. It's still Halloween. Um, so I guess we'll see you guys back uh, again in a week. Uh, it'll be one that I'm missing, but it should still be really fun. Um, so that's all for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye. To learn more about TAB, visit qrb.tumblr.com or queridgebooks.com. And check out QRB Teen on Instagram to see spotlights, promos, and more.